0: life's better with some good company you're listening to the good co podcast with brett and emma discuss the hot topics the hard ones and everything in between here's the good co podcast with your host, brett and emma
1: so i have a confession to make <laughs> you might no. already be able to guess what it is <laughs> brett and i are both sick yeah uh so you know how we said our immune systems are made of seal specifically Brett you yeah. break pretty hard about that yeah
2: yeah i'm eating my words <laughs> real bad
1: god was trying to humble us because <laughs> 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 why yeah you can hear it in my voice a bit more than brett's but brett is over there shivering i think he's got a little bit of a fever
2: dude i cannot get warm <laughs> i my teeth were chattering earlier <laughs> i was shaking you got- I still can't think straight, so if it's a really weird podcast today, blame <laughs> it on the sickness.
1: You gotta laugh so you don't cry.
2: Yeah. I'm still crying, though. So, you know when you try to help someone, <laughs> but you don't?
1: No, I've yeah, never you been. you did this to me <laughs> earlier today. I've never been in this situation. I always actually help people when I try to help them.
2: Hmm. No, you see, I get in the car. I'm not feeling great. We just talked about this. You know. I get the man flu really bad. Yeah. I get in the car, though, and <laughs> we were waiting on our engineer at our tower, and we were sitting in the car, and it's it's kind of cold out. It's chilly. It's rainy. It feels like Michigan spring. I get in the car. I'm already not feeling good, and I'm shivering. So she does a nice thing. She's <laughs> trying to help help a brother out, and she turns the heat on, but then she blasts it right on my face.
1: Yeah, I thought that would be helpful. You're welcome. But then my nose starts running and
2: I have to sneeze and my eyes are all dried out. And and then it just caused more problems in the end.
1: I'd like to think you already had those problems. And yeah. I was helping with a different problem.
2: Well, A plus for effort.
1: <laughs> Pretty much everyone that I know uses their phone... As their alarm in the morning.
2: She's mad because I don't, and she knows it. But pretty much everyone, you know. Keep
1: going. Yeah, everyone except for one single person, and it would be Brett. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Well, I was setting my alarm a couple nights ago, like two nights ago, and I realized I do something really weird. Your phone has the option for you to set a reoccurring alarm. Whoa. I wake up at the same time every single day but every single night when I get in bed, I return on my alarm for the next day. I don't set it as a reoccurring alarm, even though I always wake up at the same time.
2: Dude, I may not have been a phone alarm person, but I might be now. Yeah, just set it reoccurring. Seriously, I'll never have to tell my Amazon speaker to set my alarm ever again. There you go. That's beautiful. Thank you, Emma. You really are a lifesaver today.
0: If you're enjoying all the good company right now, would you consider rating the podcast and leaving a review? And just maybe your comment or question could end up on the next podcast.
2: There are some things that get called good and probably don't necessarily need to be called good. This is not talking about our our name of our podcast. No, we are good
1: company. We're good
2: company. (laughs) and, And I hope that you actually really do believe that. But there's another thing that's coming up later this week that is also called Good, and I've always wondered why it's called Good, talking about Good Friday. And uh, Good Friday is the day that Jesus was crucified, put on the cross. Mm. Um, And I've always just wondered to myself, why couldn't God reconcile humanity to himself another way? Why did Jesus have to die? Why is it called Good Friday? And we're going to talk about that a little bit more today.
1: Yeah, I already have so many thoughts going into this topic But I love it. I think it's really important as Christians, we observe Good Friday and Easter, and it's really important to know why and what they mean for us. And this is Good Friday. What we're talking about is the day that is recognized as the day that Jesus would have died. Mm -hmm. And then Easter is the day that's recognized as the day that Jesus would have rose again. And so on Friday in order to really understand the fullness of it, why it might be called good, all of those things, we have to put ourselves in the story and realize like Friday feels like darkness has won. Yeah. It feels really dark. It feels really like there's not a good future ahead of us. Yeah. Like this is the lowest. This is the the pit. This is the lowest of the low. What goodness can come from that?
2: And I think that it's just important that we we even talk about it because there this is what our hope is in as, as Christians, as Christ followers, that Jesus is rose from the dead and that he's coming back. That is a huge hope that we have as Christians. So Good Friday really is Good Friday, even though there's a lot of terrible things that happened. You see, the entire Bible actually hinges on this story. The Old Testament foretells this, this story because we need this cross, unfortunately, It's a terrible situation, it's a terrible reality, but we needed the cross to make the case for why the crucifixion was necessary and and why the resurrection was necessary. We actually have to talk about sin and about how Jesus does change everything because that is what Good Friday is. So to kind of go from a 10,000 foot view of Good Friday, I actually wanna just jump into the Bible. This isn't necessarily specific to Good Friday, but this is specific to the crucifixion, the resurrection, and, and our eternal life. This is actually John 3:16 and 17. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him.
1: I mean, that's what, that's what it's all about, right? like the whole i think part of what makes good friday good is this promise like mm. there's a promise of greater and more and right now it's hard to see it i mean this is like my life like i feel like i've in my own personal life i've lived this multiple times not in the same yeah uh greatness not to the same degree but in in smaller senses like of being at m- in my darkest at my lowest feeling like everything is awful but there's this promise that god has shown me, has promised me that there's more, that yeah. there's something else coming. And I feel like that's that's this. That's what this verse is saying. It's saying that God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that we might have eternal life through mm-hmm. him. Like, that's what it is. It's He gave the son, but that's not it. That's not the end. There's still, because of that, there's a chance for more, for eternal life.
2: And even more personally for me, as I as I read that verse with Good Friday in mind, I was thinking about the price that Jesus paid. I love what propelled God to send his son. Hmm. It says, for God so loved the world. He loved the world, the world that, that turned its back on him, the one that actively was pursuing sin. He so loved this world that he sent his only son. That's huge. Yeah. And not to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. That's what Good Friday is.
1: All right, that kind of brings me to another verse, well, group of verses, Romans 5, 6 through 10. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath hmm. through him? For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life?
2: The, the beginning of it talks about when when I didn't deserve it, when I cheated on God, when I pushed God away, he died for me. That's pretty crazy. And then it even goes on to talk about real quick, right after that, it. It's hard for anybody on earth to want to die for a righteous person. A good person, maybe, it says maybe, someone would lay down their life for him. But when we were sinners, Christ died for us.
1: And I love verse 8 in that, which is what you're saying. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I love that piece because it's like, before I changed anything, mm-hmm. before I did anything different, because honestly, I couldn't do anything different without God. Before I even tried, when I was still living so sinfully, so in my humanness, mm. Christ still chose to die for me.
2: And that's what it means to be saved, really. At the very simplest form, that is what it means to be saved. That, that even when we were in our worst point, Christ chose us. Christ chose you. Christ chose me. Mm. And, and that's what Good Friday is.
1: Yeah, I think that you're so right. That is what makes Good Friday good. We literally couldn't have salvation, couldn't have relationship with God without Good Friday. Yeah. It's good for us. <laughs> I mean, it's it's good for us because Jesus gave up everything mm. on this day for us. And as as hard of a day as it was, for the disciples to lose Jesus, and as sad as it is for Jesus to have to die, those are the things I think of that make me think, how could this day possibly be good? But it's the truth of him choosing to die for me that makes it good. Mm. And 1 Peter 2.24 talks about that. It says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed.
2: I mean... This is a totally different verse, too, but it reminds me of the verse that says, I've been crucified with Christ. Mm. Because that's that's what it's talking about. Jesus did bore our sins on that tree, but he did it for a purpose, that we might die here on earth, but be able to live with him everlasting, be able to live in communion with him. But when we're here on earth, we're called to live righteously.
1: It's it's the hope of something greater. Um I love to, like we just talked about that in the verse before, where we said, even when we were sinners, Jesus chose to die. And he chose to die knowing every single mistake you were going to make, every single mess up I was going to make, every single thing, knowing how many people were never going to choose him, never going to actually accept this gift he freely is giving. But He is asking, like, please accept it. And when you do, it's a call to live to righteousness. It's a call to move beyond. It's a call to not stay in the same place because there's so much more. There's greater, there's hope, there's joy, there's peace. There's life eternal. Mm. There's more. So like, if you're gonna accept my gift, walk in the more, walk in what I'm giving you by his wounds, you have been healed.
2: It's not a price that you have to pay to receive something. It's- A free gift, Mm -hmm. but he calls you into, I love how you put it, that the more, because if we think about it as in like, especially our American culture, like you do something and you receive something, it doesn't work. It's a free gift that he's already paid for. All you have to do is receive it and then that will propel you to live different every day.
1: It's kind of funny how that's where that ended up. <laughs> I didn't plan for that conversation to go that way, but that was that was our real conversation, really just Brett and I yeah. sitting down talking about our thoughts on this subject. So if you have more questions, that's okay. Please reach out to a pastor or or us at myhopefm.net. We'd love to talk to you more about it, but read through read through some of the scriptures that we talked about. That might give you Uh, a better understanding too. But also there are some other resources. You can find a Good Friday service near you or even an Easter service in your area.
2: And if you can't find a Good Friday service close to you, our radio station that we're a part of every single day is actually going to be broadcasting a Good Friday service in our community live. And actually, this is a Good Friday service that I've been to every single year that I've been alive, except two years. And that was because I was here broadcasting it live. So it's a really cool event that if you're not able to be in a Good Friday service, please participate on that. All of the information is on our website. You can go to myhopefm.net. That is on April 7th at 1 p.m. Again, all the information is on our website. That's
0: myhopefm.net. The Good Co podcast is better when you're part of it. You can reach out to the show, ask questions, and share feedback by leaving a message on our page at myhopefm.net. That was the time in the
2: podcast where we like to bring you into the conversation. You see, we can have all right conversations, but it's better when you're a part of it. So you can always join the conversation over on our website. But now is the time for...
1: Mailbag.
2: Yeah, The
1: Mailbag. We just want to give a big shout out to Chris. I feel like she's our number one fan. She leaves a comment like literally every single week. Thank you, Chris. Don't stop. We want to keep reading those. We are so encouraged by you.
2: And if ever you want to reach out and join the show, join the podcast, you can just go over to our website. It's myhopefm.net. You can click on air, click podcast, and then right there, you'll see our pretty faces. You can click Good Co.
0: Do it. See you there. Thanks for clicking play on the Good Co. podcast. To hear another episode or to get a hold of the show, visit myhopefm.net and click podcast.